Hi there, uh, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Hi guys, how are you? Good. Good. <laughs> You're waiting, huh? This time we're going to do a Bible Slash Chat chat. Uh, we've got, uh, <clears throat> got Kevin and Gus with us. This is a Ooh. lot of European blood. Yeah, Kevin <laughs> Kevin brings the gravitas. <laughs> it's actually true. <laughs> and he's a little taller than yes. us. He's so a little taller. Can... He's a little smarter than both of us as Definitely well. Definitely that. All right, get serious, guys. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, sorry. Definitely that. So we want to talk about the book of Acts, and I asked you both to come on together because yeah. I think it's helpful to have all of us do this. Gus, you're writing a commentary for the book of Acts. Yeah. Whole uh, thing. The whole thing, yeah. yes. Just this, this intro. <laughs> what I I, what do we pay you for? I, sit around? I, I seem to find these things out yeah, yeah, last yeah. minute. Secondhand, usually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're it. writing the commentary for the introduction. Yes. Uh, Kevin, you're, you're in charge of a lot of that commentary stuff as well. Uh, so let's. What I want to do is talk about the structure of the Book of Acts. I know that seems odd, but um, Luke obviously had a structure. There's an yeah. authorial intent there. What's happening, sort of holistically, in the book, and then we'll kind of get down into the maybe like the specifics of the like some of the introduction material. So maybe Kevin, you want to start sure. with like the what's happening like yeah globally with the book. What what's Luke's purpose like at that level, and then we'll talk. And then Gus, you can share about the, sort of the introductory stuff. Yeah. So it's good if you're studying the Book of Acts to know that it's basically volume two on Luke. You know, so you have Luke writing two volumes. Um, he begins in Acts 1 saying, you know, the first account I composed for you, same recipient, Theophilus. Um, but what's important is the end of Luke, <clears throat> and Luke 24 bridges to Acts, and it kind of gives you the understanding of what's going to happen in Acts. Mm-hmm. So Jesus has his whole gospel narrative, right? <clears throat> then he's uh, raised from the dead, and he appears to his disciples in Luke 24, and um, it says he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, verse 46, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ <coughs> excuse me, would suffer and rise again from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem. And he says, you're witnesses of these things. Okay. Now that's actually um, what connects to Acts chapter 1, where it says, um, basically, it says... Um, verse 8 you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and even to the ends of the earth so Acts is giving the breakdown of the advancement of the word from Jerusalem to the ends of the earth Gotcha. And so you basically have that big picture structure and you can see it through the book where um you know, it's in Jerusalem first. In 112, the disciples return to Jerusalem. Yeah. Uh, that carries on until, let's see, 6 7. The word of God kept on spreading, and the number of disciples continued to multiply greatly in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it goes 8 1. Saul was in hearty agreement, putting them to death. And on that day, a great persecution began against the church in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered mm. throughout all the regions of Judea and Samaria. Yeah. And then 8.1 continues um, to 9.31 with a summary statement. So the church throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria was having peace and being built up. Uh, and then basically from there, uh, you get it going to places like Phoenicia, Cyprus, Antioch, and to the ends of the earth. So Luke is doing a kind of a geographical tracking of the gospel from Jerusalem all the way out to the ends of the earth and saying like, that's in fulfillment of God's word, Mm. you know, that that's happening. So the the concentric circles of the expansion of the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. So that picture in your mind, if you're studying it, is really helpful to know that's basically what you're getting in the midst of when you open up Acts. Gotcha. Because you're opening up that. 
So, and then what's the transition, uh, like as a follow-up question, is there, I mean, obviously there's some transition in terms of like, uh, the Jew-Gentile issue, mm-hmm. like what's happening there when mm-hmm. he's saying Jerusalem to the ends of the earth, Yeah, like two different people groups. Yeah, yeah, so um, in one sense, there's persecution that drives it, like was read earlier, yeah. um, where the Jews in Jerusalem are getting persecuted, there's a lot of heat, so they scatter, and that actually brings the word. You can see that happening today, um, like in Ukraine, for example, when people are being persecuted or, or run out of Ukraine and they bring the gospel into certain parts of Europe that yeah. don't have the gospel. So we see similar examples of what was happening there. And then um, with the transfer to the Gentiles, what you actually have is Peter uh, getting a vision from God himself telling him to go to the Gentiles. Yeah. So you have the most, one of the most Jewish apostles, right? <laughs> like of uh, the inner circle with Jesus being told in a vision multiple times <laughs> by God <laughs> to go to the Gentiles. Yeah, yeah. And we can see in Scripture that that's always been God's heart, but to see it actually in Peter's heart, uh, to kind of see him catch that vision mm-hmm. and, and go and bring that. Of course, it's confirmed with miracles and things, with Cornelius and his conversion, um, but that's kind of the tipping point. And then Paul becomes the real champion for the Gentiles. Awesome. So Cool. So that so there's, the, there's these concentric circles, and as that's going out, God is moving the gospel from Israel exclusively into, like, different people groups yeah. outwardly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. So not just geographical, but also ethnically. Yes, yeah. yeah. Because primarily <clears throat> the national leadership in Israel rejected their Messiah. Yeah. And so there's persecution and all of that, which ultimately drives them out. But it's accomplishing God's will, yeah. you know, as we can see in Romans 9 to 11. So. Yeah, totally. Which it was plan A. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's always plan, plan A. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's always plan totally. A. Yeah, that's Luke's point. That's yeah. super helpful. Cool, thanks, man. That's good. So then, Gus, who is Luke... Who is Theophilus? Yeah, so we don't know who Theophilus. We can start with Theophilus. We don't know who he is. Yeah. Uh, some people think it's a code name for someone. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, dear to God or lover of God. Yeah. You know, yeah. We uh, we don't know. It could be it was a high rank, ranking officer, uh, but we do know is this, this person is someone whom Luke, who is a, 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 a physician, is writing to and is writing this two accounts or one account yeah uh, two books uh, which I was uh, really interesting that the length of both books is kind of the same mm. meaning they would fit in in two uh, parchments mm. both of them uh, so it could be a volume one volume two mm. um, and he's writing about Jesus and all of Jesus's work not just when he was on earth but also later what he was going to do through mm. the spirit uh, in the church, um, which is kind of what Kevin was saying—that connection from the end of Luke mm-hmm. and now yeah. seeing that fleshed out. Very much, yeah. yeah. Uh, and ultimately, I think that when you're when you're seeing these two books together, <coughs> it, it is—it's hard that you have John in the middle, <laughs> <laughs> because you don't you don't get to see them as as, yeah. as together as should be, but you, you do. You see the themes are going to be repeating themselves mm. and. And, and you're going to see certain themes are going to appear. And even as we were talking before, yeah. you can share that, but even uh, how it begins and it ends, uh, sort of like uh, antonyms, you would yeah, say. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know, it starts with someone who's mute yeah. and ends with someone who's preaching yeah. uh, the gospel to many, yeah, many, yeah, yeah. many people. A mute guy in the temple. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You then, can't get more Jewish than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get Paul yeah. in front of magistrates, you know. Yeah. Uh, which is incredible to see the kind of the um, 
just how the design it's such yeah. a such a great mm-hmm. design so would you say that those things were intentional in Luke's mind like he had those purposes in yeah. his mind yeah. Yeah. so that's yeah. structure he's showing one priest in the temple in Israel and then he's like hey gospel is now going to the yeah. ends of the earth yeah. mm-hmm. through this man through mm-hmm. the men who he's trained you have that progression out and, and no doubt that Theophilus saw it yeah and the early church actually saw it we, we just don't see it because we don't we're not, we don't think that way yeah but the, the early church but those structural components yeah. the church would have seen yeah, yeah. so oh, good there's a super cool thing with um, the comparison of Luke and Acts where in Luke, there, if you read it, there's a huge emphasis on Jesus going to Jerusalem, yeah. which is kind of the ominous drumbeat because you know what happens in Jerusalem. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's betrayed and killed. Um, but you see that that's redeemed because he goes to Jerusalem, but that's actually the means which God uses to make a gospel right? Yeah, that, that goes totally. to the ends of the, the world. But then in Acts, you see persecution and people always at the heels of the apostles and stuff. But then there is, towards the end, this kind of similar... Uh, drawback from where Paul's going back to Jerusalem to be tried and yet it launches him, it kind of springboards him out to the nations Yeah. Um, where you can see it's like the same thing where God's redeeming that track to Jerusalem Yeah. Uh, but using it as a springboard to launch him out so it's like that's it's a really cool thing you can see in the patterning where Paul's journey to Jerusalem is very similar to Jesus' journey to Jerusalem but mm. in both cases God's just leveraging it for his glory, even though it's like the darkest hour of their lives. Yeah, totally. You know? so yeah, it's super absolutely. cool. That that is really interesting because there is like a there is like a sort of a gravitational center in Jerusalem. He, Jesus is being pulled into yeah. it, but then from that is the launching of the church. Paul gets pulled to Jerusalem. From yeah. that is the launching of his ministry. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really cool. So Neat structurally, stuff. super yeah, cool. Totally. So why Luke? He's a Gentile, Gus. Why have him write this text? What do you think is going on there? As opposed to like Jewish, he's the only Gentile author yeah. in the entire Bible, but he writes yeah. this huge two-volume yeah. thing. He's the, one of the most prolific writers, right? I, I think that there is. The, it's really interesting how he writes for a Gentile. So the Gentile is writing for the Gentile, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he writes with Gentile eyes, yeah. Uh, uh, and, and he's writing these very Jewish things in in yeah. Luke. But then in Acts, he's sort of the only one that I would see say would be qualified to be writing mm. something so uh, incredible. When he's writing about Paul having to go and shave his head, yeah, uh, you know, or Paul, I mean, like to him, it would be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. Why do we have to circumcise Timothy? This seems odd. Yeah, Yeah, why would we do this? But he's the one writing this. And obviously by God's design, you see someone who is also a very learned person writing uh, to a very learned uh, uh, person. And it's not... um, and the way it's written is it's written historically. uh, Even just the... uh, And we can spend hours talking about this, but even... Just the both introductions from Luke and Acts yeah. show uh, that um, Luke was no lightweight. Yeah. Uh, so he's writing in a in a in a historian's in a his, yeah. manner. Like exactly. he's writing like a good historian yeah. in the Roman Empire. Yeah. 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 That's super interesting. Well, that's helpful. I'm excited for the study this year. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun study. It's not going to be as fun as Zechariah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it will anything. We're actually be doing as a second pass at the Minor Prophets. <laughs> <laughs> What we're going to do is light our hair on fire and see who dies first. Run around in tight circles. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, that's super helpful. Well, hopefully that's uh, helpful for you in terms of an overview of the book of Acts and how it fits with Luke. Um, I, I am thankful for you guys and the work you've put in already, even just to get some of that structural stuff in place. Uh, we're looking forward to Care Group this year, so if you have questions, feel free to email us anytime at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.